Hello and welcome to the My Virgin Kitchen podcast, episode 36, Facebook Q&A. Do you know what a podcast is? No? Well, you're listening to one. From the creator of My Virgin Kitchen, with hand-picked guests, food topics spinning off into random conversation, and unbelievable food puns, just like that cheese one I just did. Based on a true story, one man brings you the podcast you never knew you needed. Download for your commute, or workout, or just to say to yourself... My ears are so lucky to hear this stonking content. It's the My Virgin Kitchen Podcast. Well, here we are again, ladies and gents. It's me, Barry, and I am solo. Uh, after the last podcast, if you missed it, number 35, solo Q&A, based on uh, questions fed to me. When I say that out loud, that sounds so wrong, it makes me visualize you guys actually feeding me like I'm some sort of dog. Sit. Uh, so that was a really interesting podcast. I so enjoyed doing that uh, to the point where, well, actually, one, it is very, very weird to be doing a podcast on your own. I've never done that before. And to talk to yourself on your own, I do that a lot. But doing that and presenting effectively what I'm doing was interesting. You know, as a radio DJ, it can be quite easy. I could be like, oh, no, uh, Katrina in the waves. And then it would just go into it. But no, I just had an hour and eight minutes of of solid chat but the questions that came through were really really interesting um and thank you so so much to everyone that took the time to uh give me feedback um off the back of that episode as well um lots of you mess i had about 50 different messages mainly through email uh there's one chap in particular from dubai who i've been talking to quite a bit i won't say his name but um he's been helping me a lot with many different ideas and to be honest uh i'm just really really plowed plowed <laughs> proud uh to be have this community that really just embraces what i do and i, I really really greatly appreciate it so uh you know on soundcloud here beth heidi and tez i think that's terry tez super maybe maybe that's what it's short for uh all sent some really nice comments as well um basically uh if you haven't heard that podcast i would suggest you go listen to that first maybe before hopping back to this one because uh i at the end of it well most of it actually with the q a's i talked about three different options um that i was mulling over i think it's fair to say in that podcast and also the one before the week before uh you know i was getting some messages from you guys going barry is everything all right i'm like yes uh i guess i think i had a little bit of a, a hangover and not even a hangover in a good way alcoholic one not that that's a good way folks please don't uh think that i'm endorsing blue noses and getting drunk i just mean that um obviously i had a really i've had a really good year and also a really bad year if that makes sense which i talked about in the last one uh you know the, having rob on board and then having to let him go for me i've never experienced something like that before it was so hard for me to do and there was probably a little bit of a hangover from that I, and you know i've been doing a little bit of soul searching the last couple of weeks just being like whoa you know that's really what i wanted to do and you know some of the response I got was that just generally people just liked my quirkiness when it was me and it was hard for me to bring someone on board and and sort of you know let them know that that was what you know the reaction it was but uh for those of you that saw the cheese video that Rob and I did you know it it looks sensational uh and I am gonna use Rob as much as I can for more uh, advanced stuff and hopefully some more other things that I've got lined up so basically to give you a summary of the three options uh, one was to uh, stay at uh, at home, kind of go home and uh, just stay being Barry. Uh, a lot of you guys like that. They like the quirkiness of like me being at home, the pugs running around, all that stuff. 
And, uh, you know, I do too. Uh, but one thing that I found this year, people hate change. They hate change. Apart from YouTube, they love change with the algorithm. But that's another question and topic altogether that people keep sending me in and stuff. So uh, I don't really know anything about algorithms and stuff. But all I know is, you know, it seems to be every social media platform at the moment. You can have a certain amount of followers. But, hey, you're only going to reach like 2% of them unless you pay $500 or something like that. And that's at least $500. So I'm just going to sip my drink. Mm. Oh, well, wet the whistle. Uh, so, yeah, uh, three options. Uh, stay at home and, you know, keep it all nice and safe and risk-free and all that stuff, uh, which, don't be on, to be honest with me, I, you know, that's great. I, I do not mind that whatsoever. Uh, second option was uh, to ask Mrs. Barry to kind of come back and do more of the family approach, which I love and you guys love as well. But there was a couple of really interesting comments on that uh, of why that wasn't necessarily a good idea because basically the girls, as they get older, uh, in fact, Heidi mentioned this quite well on, on SoundCloud, they may not want to do videos. That, you know, uh, At the moment, you know, they're quite young and they get excited by it. I never force them to do them, but you know, they actually want to do it. And uh, you know, it might be that they get to 16 and 18 or you know, even younger than that, like, and they'll be like, no, I don't want to do it, uh, which I would 100% respect. Uh, although for Chloe particularly, and Phoebe actually, Phoebe's been doing it since she's two. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite a lot out there, so there's not really much I can do about that content, but I would totally respect their decision. So it's kind of like just sort of making the best of both worlds. And I think the option three is basically what everyone has encouraged me to do, like mix it up, do a bit of everything. And um, ultimately, a lot of you have been saying about creating a legacy. Uh, and that's really... I guess accidentally what I really wanted to try and move on and do, um, but I think maybe it's doing it in the right way with slow steps and, and finding the way that works for everyone, really. Um, I think the the barn is something that I'm so excited about, to have somewhere where I can just come here and film and just just have some serious fun with my friends and, of course, my family. So the, I'm bringing the pugs here most days now, and uh, my, Mrs. Barry has two days off her current job. She can come here, uh, and my friends and family can drop in as and when, and also collaborations. I've got so many cool ideas, but I, I have to be honest, I was at quite a low point a couple of weeks ago where I was kind of thinking, oh, I think I'm done uh, with with YouTube and, you know, I've never really been put any pressure on myself to keep this going for very long and um, it just felt like, you know, if if I can't really do what I wanted to do, then what's the point in doing it? And, uh, you know, I kind of came up with those three options. Okay, these are the three things that do make me happy, but it's it's approaching them in the right way. And ultimately, the, the, the biggest, strongest answer was to, to still do what I want to do, which is nice. Uh, and the true fans will stay with me, which which I really, really appreciate. But um, so that's, yeah, ultimately, I'm going to probably stick it out here at the barn. Uh, I've got a green screen behind me here. I've got this podcast area. I've got a little uh, area of sofas in the middle where I call my chill out area, which I'm actually going to get rid of. And I'm going to put a huge, big dining table there so people can actually sit and eat the food that I make. Uh, for the live streams and also be a rate a rate a great great tony the tiger uh place to uh do some like giant food making and lots of projects and diy and stuff and that's something i'm really keen to get into so very exciting indeed i i am uh i'm kind of feeling refreshed but i'm also feeling like i need the christmas break so i'm kind of slowing down and I guess crawling over the line was one way of putting it the other day. Uh, but I have really enjoyed this year. I've learned so, so much. Um, but one thing I'm learning from you guys is that to just be myself when it shines through. And I think you guys know me that if I'm not being myself, then it, it shines through too. So I think that's where I'm at. Uh, it was really hard for the first time I've ever had to really 
say to someone, my first proper colleague, because um, Mrs. Barry to me was never really a colleague. She's my wife. She was just like best friends having a laugh. This was proper serious and we worked so, so hard and I felt so sorry for Rob that, you know, we put all this effort in and it just wasn't being respected. So hopefully there'll be a platform for him to come back. But um, it really did make me feel, you know, hey, is that me done on social media? Shall I just, you know, go back and have a nice, not a nice life. <laughs> I love, I love, love what I do, but just... A normal life where you know I have the weekends off I can just switch off and you know even come off social media entirely so it, I, I don't know I, I, I went for a teeny little bad patch where I was just like yeah I, I don't know I, I feel like maybe I've just reached what I want to do with this and I move on but I've got some real excitable goals for the new year now and they're sort of tying down a few more and just finalizing how they're going to work entirely like live cook-alongs I really 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 want to do that I want to do them like every week I'm so excited for that um and probably be in the evenings as well just a real sort of social thing with my friends just having just having a laugh because ultimately that's the only reason i ever ever did this uh so let's get on to um questions on facebook i had so many that i had to send out a message going okay that's enough and that was only within about 20 minutes so i'll uh, i'll do my best to answer them and if there's been a few more that have popped up i'll i'll have a look at those as well um okay do 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 I'll be releasing a Facebook Q&A podcast later, so if you have a question, leave it here, and I'll pick out some to answer. So this is uh, Facebook forward slash My Virgin Kitchen. If you're not a fan of that, give it the old like. Uh, sharing is caring and all that. First question. Here we go. Let's go straight in because there's quite a few. Uh, Jasper Person. Uh, Jasper Person. Can I highlight if I have over your name? Hmm. You look like you may be Swedish. You've got a black and white picture. Very nice. Very nice. And a background Loads of people wearing pink. There we go. You can all stalk him now. Are you planning to pick up the vlogs again? Would be a great thing with a fresh start for the new year. Happy Christmas from Sweden. And that's actually at the top. It's had seven thumbs up. Uh, Lauren's replied, yes, more more vlogs, please. I miss them. Alex James Bagley, yes, please. Look forward to the weekly vlog. And Michael Hamner as well, vlogs, please. Um, uh, Well, the good news is... Um, the, the camera that I broke in, in Italy, which I told you about and actually captured on that mini vlog I did out there, um, that is supposed to be being fixed, but also, um, I very kindly got one sent to me, um, from Canon, um, because I think they just saw that I was in need of a, of a new camera. Someone might have emailed them or something like that. It might've been my agent actually. She's pretty good like that. And I have this morning got a new canon camera it's called a Canon g7x mark ii i think so that was the vlog camera that i used uh the only thing it hasn't got is the little muffly thing on top that i uh, got sent to me uh that actually stops the wind blowing and it all sounds like that so uh i can actually do the vlogs now um i have to be honest about them uh in that it's actually one big part of thinking about the year uh next year is i basically started the barry's channel when mrs barry was working with me and i had that freedom and actually probably a little bit more excitable content to show um i think my life has changed so much now uh especially with keeping the barn that although it would be really interesting for me to show you everything that's going on and i'm quite happy to do that uh in terms of the things that i think people really liked about the vlogs that you know the kids you know, the dogs and Mrs. Barry being around. A lot of that doesn't tend to really happen so much anymore. I mean, the, the dogs are here in the barn. Uh, I could capture a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff like that and then go home and show that. But um, another side of it is that um, that channel did not ever really make us, like, any money at all. Um, and from a, a social point of view... Um, so I've been doing three videos a week 
for the last, I don't know, four, four or five years, just as a routine. I just got into it. I'm probably going to freshen that up in the new year. But I would basically, uh, the vlogs, I would I would film them Monday morning and, and they would be up Sunday morning with my other video Sunday. Okay, new fun day, new vlog, new fun day video too. And uh, every time I would be up. Uh, so if you can imagine, I think that channel, we had it going for like 12 months, 18 months maybe. We basically, uh, I wouldn't have a Saturday night. I, I would uh, I would finish recording. I'd, I think the last scenes on the vlogs would always be right. It's time to edit you. And I would enjoy doing it. I loved and I love looking back at them and capturing the week. But I would go up the ladder, edit the video, uh, and then have to put it on YouTube and then process it and tag it and do all that. And I would like be coming down that ladder at probably 11 p.m. at night. So and that would always be that would be every Saturday night of my life for like the last 12 to 18 months. And that's a spin off channel on the side that we just kind of wanted to do for a bit of a laugh. In fact, the main reason I started that channel was originally going to be my own channel as a spin off thing where I could do things other than uh, food. I wanted to do um, gadget videos, like more general ones. I wanted to do gaming. I wanted to do a little vloggy stuff box openings just loads of fun sketches and stuff loads of ideas that i had um i think i did one vlog and everyone was like yeah i want to see more of this and uh that was where it kind of headed um but at the, at the moment it just hasn't really made us anything that kind of makes it i don't know justifiable for all of the exhaustion and also the from from a personal point of view for mrs barry and i like we didn't actually really <laughs> like see each other on a saturday night it would be like well i would go up the ladder at 3 p.m in the afternoon and i would not come down until about 11 and then i'd go walk the dogs and have to go upload the video first thing in the morning or even beyond that so it got pretty intense i do miss doing it and it's in my uh thoughts to bring it back i've got the camera to do it now i'm all you know i'm basically set to do it and i love doing it i just need to find a way that i can make it work and see if there's a way that i don't know we can actually I think if I shorten them, it would make them more profitable, like doing a daily one. But there's a lot of pressure to put like your personal life online as well. And I think from the way that my videos used to be, that, that we showed enough of that anyway. So it's it's definitely in my thoughts. Um, in fact, option two of uh, the uh, last podcast I did with having Mrs. Barry back on board, um, I think I would have captured quite a lot of the vlog style within our normal videos anyway. Uh, so I'm mulling over trying to introduce that sort of style in most of my videos uh, next year. So... I'm going to have a real good think about that and I will let you know. I, the, the channel is not going to stop. That we'll, There will be vlogs on there from time to time. I just need to find a way that, that makes it work um, and that the kids and Mrs. Barry are happy with as well. Like people have said, you know, the kids might not want to show their face on a on a cooking video, let alone you know, showing your whole life, you know, Monday to Friday. For us, it was great looking back because we could see the house changing and stuff like that. But it really is a um, one that I really have to think about because I was just physically and mentally exhausted and when you're physically and mentally exhausted off the back of something that's not really i don't know guess generating you much i know it was a really interesting viewing for everyone then it was putting less like attention on my virgin kitchen which is obviously my baby you know that's things that have got me books and brand deals and things that actually make all of this you know doable and not a part-time thing so i have to prioritize that mainly um but i'm trying to find a way to to make that work i was mulling over putting it on my virgin kitchen as a at the end of the week as a behind the scenes of the week just a sort of 10 minute thing or mulling over trying to keep them going but changing the upload date to like a monday so i could edit them on a on a on a monday night or something like that so there's no pressure and just put them out as and when but you know it's a lot of charging cameras and memory cards so i, I do enjoy doing it and i really appreciate the uh the questions there and, and the support which is quite clearly there uh, alexander lyons rothery have you ever filmed a recipe 
which went completely wrong and you've had to start again from scratch? No, that is the, uh, that's the complete answer there. I've never really had to film and start again from scratch. Um, not, not from a recipe, although <laughs> these gelatin balloons today, I do show you the actual making of the gelatin thing. It did muck up at first, so I had to start again. Um, but that's not really a recipe. I don't really count it as that. There's been some mistakes where, you know, I've spilt baked beans. Like we used to have a grill where I had a really wobbly handle. I did a uh, all-in-one breakfast under the grill. I was holding the camera in one hand, the grill handle in the other, and it just broke, fell off. Amazing. Uh, and also uh, some ice lollies. I made them with uh, Phoebe years and years ago, and uh, I went to put them in the freezer. Again, camera in the other hand, spilt them all over the floor. So they do happen uh love your videos they're a big inspiration for me to cook myself have a great christmas have a great christmas alexander i like your name let's have a look at you alexander lyons rothery you look like you're from america my friend uh okay there you go very nice 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 haircut liana beard uh, oh there's a bit of reply to alexander's comment is in shock at the thought of brother cooking wow they must be good videos bex is that your sister is it <laughs> that's got a like some someone liana beard what made you decide to start a youtube channel and how did you get into cooking uh Video number one, Liana, poaching an egg, hence the name Virgin Kitchen. Virgin in the kitchen, saw someone poaching an egg on the telly, poached it, filmed it, put it online, carried on from there because I loved it. Uh, loved it as a hobby, and now I'm lucky enough to call the hobby uh, career. <laughs> it's so weird when I say it like that, but it still literally feels like the first day yesterday. Elizabeth Roster. What foods are you having for Christmas and are you cooking it? I'm helping my mum do a little bit of the Christmas dinner. Um, my sister's there as well. It gets quite territorial in the kitchen. and I'll go in there like Gordon Ramsay. So I think I have to sort of tread on eggshells, but I might be doing the starter. I might just be doing a prawn cocktail, but we'll be having like a classic Christmas dinner, like Christmas dinner, turkey and all the trimmings. Um, so yeah, I'll be helping out a little bit, uh, but we'll all be in the kitchen. So I, I tend to, when my mum's in the kitchen with my sisters, I tend to get in there and wind them up a little bit, have a little banter going, ooh, wouldn't have done it like that. Uh, and then on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, uh, we've got some family coming over to our house because we've now got the extension work done. We can actually host people. Uh, we're going to do probably like a marmalade ham or something like that and uh, have egg and chips. Nice. Jamie Wall, any alternative Christmas meals to the traditional turkey? Well, I like a ham. I really do. I, I don't think uh, a lot of people don't uh, will disagree with me there. Uh, turkey is, is, I don't know, turkey's got to be it, hasn't it, for Christmas, surely, unless you're vegetarian. I'm sure Mr. and Mrs. Lettuce are listening, saying, oh, I know I want a nut roast. Um, any alternative meals? I don't know. I just do like a ham. But I did say, I think on the last podcast or another video, I did Christmas tacos the other day. I know someone that's actually having fajitas on Christmas Day. So, hey, you know, push the boat out. But I just think a good old roast is, is the best way. But, you know, a little bit of ham alongside or beefs and stuff like that. Oh, beef and horseradish. Lovely. Emily Casparina Toy. What's been the hardest recipe you've ever done slash attempted? Hope you have a lovely Christmas. Hope you do too, Emily. Um, actually, one of the very first ones I ever, ever did, um, or the, oh, the soft-boiled egg was very, very hard indeed. Um, but the, one of the hardest ones was actually like a Mexican hot chocolate, which I completely got wrong. I think I used the wrong type of flour. I used corn flour instead, which really thickened it up uh, and made it taste like uh, chocolate uh, concrete, effectively. So um, uh, all the others have pretty much gone according to plan. I've tried to keep as honest as I can whenever I've done them, and I think you have to be natural about it. But generally, they've all been okay. Uh, it's, cooking is just about confidence, as I've always said, and um, there's something quite nice when you've made something yourself, because even if it is burnt a little bit, you, you can be like, nah, it's fine, it's char. It's not burnt, it's char. Uh, Sid Villa Vicencio. What's your favourite cooking video you've done with your family? Ooh. Oh, there's one. What's it called? Oh, my gosh. 
I'm gonna have to go on the YouTube channel now. Uh, cooking with kids. This was a long time ago. I need to have a. I'm looking on my website actually. Uh, oh my gosh, what was it? It was something to do with fruit, and it was when Chloe was really, really young. Uh, and we is it apples? I'm trying to remember. Chloe makes Rice Krispie cakes. Is that it? No, Guinness cupcakes. There's so many cooking with kids videos. Uh, baguette pizzas. Oh my gosh, Chloe looks like Phoebe. <laughs> I've gone back on the website looking at all these uh, old videos. Wow. Chloe and Phoebe look so alike. Ah, oh, it's called Zesty Apples. Ah, <gasps> uh, yeah, this was so fun because I think I've got, uh, at one point, I've got Chloe in one of those like kid carrier things where she's actually sat on my chest. Uh, and also, bizarrely, um, it's so weird if you look go back on the website. It's called Zesty Apples. Literally go on the website, search that. Um, you just basically put apples in a bag with loads of different fruit and oranges and uh, like a citrus marinade. It's a nice, healthy snack. But that kitchen in there is what our new kitchen now is. And it's just so small and cramped and tiny. Uh, washing machine and tumble dryer all in there. Uh, it's just crazy to see what we've uh, we've done to the house in the last few years. Um, what's the next one? Morgan Pritchard. What kitchen gadgets would you like for Christmas? Meet Christmas from me. Oh, meet Christmas? Merry Christmas, Morgan, I guess. That means uh, Morgan's picture is some poppies. Very nice. What kitchen gadgets would you like for Christmas? I haven't seen any that I want because every gadget that I've seen, I tend to get. Actually, there is one. There's one called uh, a butter sprayer that loads of you guys are tagging me and going, please, please, please do a review of this. I'm like, I really want to do that. I really, really do. Trust me. But... Uh, it costs like $150, I believe. Uh, it's basically you shove a stick of butter in this thing and it warms up the butter and you can spray it on your toast, which sounds amazing. It looks good. The reviews seem okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's actually what I'd like. Carly Box. Would you rather have fingers shaped like penne pasta or spaghetti looking nose? <laughs> oh, my gosh. From, mm, mm, fingers shaped like penne pasta because I think that would be a real cool talking point. And having a spaghetti looking nose would just look really wrong. I mean, that's just sort of like skeletal territory, isn't it? That's just not good. Uh, Lewis Ames, what's your weekly meal plan for your family at home? Uh, so nice and simple, really. We do a lot of batch cooking at home, uh, lots of chopped tomatoes. And um, I wouldn't say curries, but we just do lots of like casseroles and things with a teeny bit of mild curry powder in and just bulk family them. You know, bulk family? Bulk cook them family style, you know, bit of rice alongside uh, pasta. Just real simple, quick stuff. It's amazing what a tin of chopped tomatoes can make you and some beef mints. Uh, if you're not a vegetarian, uh, just buy a pack of beef mints, make, uh, cook it up, fry it up on, on a Sunday night, tomatoes, herbs, whatever you like in there. Don't go too like niche with it. Just make the bulk of that and keep it in your freezer. And then you can actually make so much out of that. I think I cover that in my first book. Like uh, you can do uh, fajitas and tacos and you can do a spaghetti bolognese or you could do a lasagna. So much. That's what we really like doing. Loads of bulge. Bulge? Oh my gosh. Bulk. Bulk cooking. What was your favorite meal to cook? Uh, sweet chili chicken bolognese is, is one of my favorite things, but I love just making brownies. I love it when Mrs. Barry makes brownies. There is an amazing uh, recipe that Mrs. Barry did for chocolate brownies. Uh, she just makes them so good. They are just unbelievable. Whenever we go to a party, anyone's like, oh, bring some food. Mrs. Barry's like, I'm bringing my brownies. Here I come. She like struts in. She's like, yep, these are going to blow your mind. I don't know. She is like a kitchen wizard for that. But for me, I like sweet chili chicken bolognese. That's my favourite thing to cook. I just love it. My favourite thing to eat is just grab food. I think I've mentioned that before. Rob Anderson, if Channel 4 did an episode of Bake Off for YouTubers, would you or Mrs. Barry take part? Ooh. Hmm. 
I could I have something I could say about that, but I'm not going to. I I would say just off the top of that, Mrs. Barry should take part based on her brownies. Um, she is a a, ba- a wannabe baker, hundred percent. She is just got the passion for it. But I think uh, when we've done some videos on the channel, sometimes with her, when I think we did a what cake was it? We did a jiggly cheesecake years ago, about a year ago, and we just kind of rushed it. But you could see she had the passion in it. If I wasn't filming her, if Channel Four were filming her, and she had the all day to do it i think she'd smash it i think i'm gonna get mrs barry to be on Ms. on the bake-off you should all tweet her telling her i think she'd love that uh riley tong what would you recommend as the best christmas dish to be eaten on christmas oh well the best dish i just love uh, pigs and blankets sausages wrapped in bacon love it which apparently i think in america is the sausages just wrapped in pastry i think that was what the feedback i got um but one thing that my mother-in-law does really well that i've tried doing a few times at home is where you actually have chestnuts uh brussels sprouts and bacon fried up together and you mix that so rather than having brussels sprouts or boring just on a plate you've got a real nice sort of tang and saltiness of the bacon and the crunch of the nuts as well really really good that's really really good so you can you can make that if you want uh what happens with all the food you cook do mrs barry and the kids eat exotically every night uh if it works yes if it's a if it's a small thing like for example these cupcakes tomorrow i'm going to make the cupcakes and to bring them in I'll take them home after I've presented them and filmed them. But the kids probably won't really want them because they would have been probably sat out for most of the day by the time I've edited the video and that and I've got home. Uh, if it's more of like a, a batch bigger meal, then they'll definitely eat it. Uh, yeah. Uh, giant foods, we used to give them away to, to friends and family as much as possible. Everyone would just turn up, knock at the door and be like, hey, I just heard that you were cooking something. So uh, <laughs> that's kind of the vibe I want to get here in the barn, actually, is uh, when I'm doing a live cook-along. My mum's lined up to do one quite soon, actually. We're going to try and test this theory. going to go live and just do a recipe and, and see what happens. Um, I just really like that whole drop-in vibe with my friends just coming in and hanging out. So that could be a lot of fun. Uh, Sophie Jackson, what would you like Father Christmas to bring you this year? Well, Sophie, I'm absolutely gutted because uh, there's a comedian called Peter Kay um if you do not know who peter k is if from a different country uh if you google search peter k misheard song lyrics and just listen and watch that sketch on youtube it is hilarious is i just love this guy he's quite english humor so some of you guys might not get it but that song is everyone's heard those songs that are in it and it's just you know it's just hilarious but um unfortunately uh mrs barry and i had like some amazing tickets for london to see his live show that he'd uh first one in like eight years or something we were like four or five rows from the front and it's just been announced that he's cancelled it all, uh, annoyingly. Uh, but actually, the genuine reason apparently is for family, uh, and he won't go into it. He keeps his family very uh, protected from the media. Uh, so it's got to be something quite serious. And like people have always said to me, family does come first. Just going to have a sip of my drink. Ah, that's nice. Uh, Seth Berzinski? Berzinski? Ah, Seth Berzinski. I like that. Hey, Berzinski. Uh, nice touchdown. Are you from America? I don't know. I can't tell. You've got a picture of you being graduated or something. Uh, do you have a favorite American dish? Yes, I do. I don't think it's... I'm not sure if it's authentic. I don't know. But I, when I uh, went out to America the first year I lived uh, over in Boston, in Massachusetts, I uh, had something called chicken parmigiana. Uh, and I absolutely loved it. Um, my American mom, Cindy's mother, uh, Joanne, made it for me and it blew my mind. It was phenomenal. I just it's just so simple um so I need to do that on the channel I mean there's there's loads of quirky things that I had in America or things that are probably I don't know things like clams and lobsters chowder I absolutely loved all of that but the simplicity of the chicken palm was just phenomenal and I think we all have different versions of that in the UK and all around like spatchcock 
no, no, what's it? It's not spatchcock. You know, when you flattened it and bread come the chicken, sauce on it, just gorgeous. Mike Murphy, how did you come to name your creation My Virgin Kitchen? Were there other possible names that lost out? Oh, Mike, there were. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think there was something like my the Vir- the Virgin Chef or something like that. Uh, but I didn't want to call myself a chef. I don't consider myself to be a chef or ever will be. Um, but I basically wanted to call it My Virgin Kitchen because whenever I looked in the cupboards and I saw things in there, I couldn't cook. So I considered myself to be a virgin in the kitchen. And hence, that was basically how that name came about. But I was looking for ages of names online. And probably there, there are probably so many different names that I could have called it now. And, you know, looking back, it's probably something much more simpler, but it just made sense at the time. Uh, you still get a few funny comments about the whole virgin thing, but it's... It's what the, the, you know, it's a food channel. Uh, and some people do put some very old tongue in cheek comments sometimes saying, ooh, that sort of thing. Or Richard Branson's been in touch a few times. Uh, you know, don't use my name. It's all right, mate. I'm a, I'm a virgin in the kitchen. I don't know how to cook. So that's basically it. There's, I'm trying to think of some names that lost out. I'm sure it was like the Virgin Chef, cooking for the first time dot com, can't cook, won't cook, bloke, something. It was really weird. Uh, but I, was just, I just settled with that and, uh, you know, Probably, I would actually like to just call it Barry Lewis now, but then I do like the idea of it becoming a brand in that hopefully over time I can sort of step away or I can be one person. Uh, for example, Mr. and Mrs. Lettuce, who you've heard here on the podcast, they're really, really keen to have their own little veggie section on the channel every other week or something like that. And, you know, just to help other talent grow and just have a presence on the channel where, you know, the, the channel can still be about food. Uh, you know, Kitchen Gadgets, to me, that's still about food because it's you know, it, they are Kitchen Gadgets. But, you know, to really give me the opportunity to branch out of that and bring other people in and free me up as well to do more of the directing kind of thing, that that really, really excites me. So um, that's that's probably why I'm happy with that name now. Uh, can you do some vegan tutorials? Constanze G. Uh, can, like how you started as a virgin cook and have come so far. That could be a new adventure. Well, as I say, I am... Um, I, well, we went to do this vegan KFC thing the other day, and I want to do my own homemade version of that. It was amazing. Um, but talking to Lettuce in the car on the way up, uh, he and his his partner, Mrs. Lettuce, Claire, they are just a really lovely couple, and I believe that they would do really, really well if if I let them have a little uh, segment on the channel every now and then. Um, I think there's a thing whenever I do vegan or veggie foods that people are like, yeah, but you like meat. And I think there is something quite cool about me taste testing it, but like someone who's vegan or veggie actually hosting it and showing why they're passionate about it and kind of selling it to me. So kind of how we did the, the vegan KFC road trip thing, just like that, except... Um, I'll just be the one eating it and maybe filming it. <laughs> so uh, um, I really am seriously mulling that over in the new year of giving Mr. and Mrs. Lettuce. Um, we've had a brief chat about it. They seem quite keen. Uh, a segment every so often where it might just be a live cook along. It might be a, a video where the recipe of that week is them. Uh, but yes, that's that's where I, it's definitely on my to-do list. I kind of want to have like a kid's kitchen one day, uh, you know, the veggie another day, baking another. Just uh, ideally, I'd love to do content every single day. I mean, I can do that with, with the barn, but it's very tiring. Very, very tiring indeed. So, And also, it'd be quite nice to have new faces as well, mix it up and see me interacting with other people and let other people host it. It's never been about Mr. Barry Lewis. It's been about, you know, vegan it's been about vegan it's been about baking it's been about virgin kitchens about laughing and learning about the world of food that's all it's ever been about uh tina bina who cooks more at home you or mrs barry mrs barry 100 percent, mrs barry i have to say that uh she'll kill me if i don't say it but it's it's true 
Uh, doing what I do, I tend to film the videos and I'll be editing them. And by the time the kids get home from school, that's why we batch cook so much. We'll just keep it quite simple. Uh, they're hungry. They want to be eating while I'm still editing a video or like here at the barn. I won't be home until they're, they're home. So it, we tend to just get sort of like rations of what the kids leave. So Mrs. Barry definitely uh, does more of the cooking. I would say in terms of who does the most adventurous stuff, uh, and Mrs. Barry would agree with me, it would be me, 100%, because I, I just bring back all these different crazy spices and pasta shapes and I don't know, ideas of serving and cooking and even ingredients. You know, Mrs. Barry and the kids like to keep it quite simplistic, whereas I'll, I'll come home with something like star anise and they'll be like, what's that? And then we just go crazy. Uh, and then the next day, bizarrely, Mrs. Barry's using it. So uh, it's, it's a, it's a comp- friendly competitiveness. Uh, Sophia Bower. Uh, what? Bower. That's very West Country, wasn't it? Where are you from? Let's have a look. Does it say? I feel like a bit nosy here. Specialist note taker at Clear Links or something. There we go. Sophia. Uh, what job did Mrs. Barry start when she left the channel? Uh, she won't let me tell you. <laughs> I've tried um, doing that on a recent video, I think. I tried getting her to say, but she wouldn't. Uh, she wouldn't. Uh, how can I say it? It's not that she wants people to know what it is. She's just got her dream job. Uh, she is absolutely loving it, which is why option two as well. It would be hard for me to prize her away that something she's in, not enjoying, uh, uh, that she is enjoying. If she was not enjoying it, that'd be easier in the situation she came on board in the first place. So if I can get her to come on board when her contract runs out, because she's only on a contract, then I will definitely mull that over. It might be a decision I have to make in, in the end of March. Um, but um, if all I can say is that she helps... She helps newborns, if that's... Uh, that's the closest I can put to it, but she she just loves her job. Uh, Carol Deer, are you planning to make any more international food tasting videos on YouTube? Yes, Carol, I absolutely am. I get sent a ton. Um, I actually want to do them live. I don't know if that's possible. I would really like to just put, open a box. I get sent a lot of these boxes from around the world. Open the food and just taste it and just give an honest reaction raw maybe have some friends drop in as well but 100 percent, they're not going anywhere i'm still going to be doing them absolutely um i just uh yeah there's just so many like plates that i spin loads of people going do the mini food do the science testing do the hack testing do the gadget testing do the giant food mini food blah 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 blah. yes so so much but i will be doing those as well uh jake bundridge brundridge brundage Hi, Barry. I'm a big fan. I've been watching your videos a few years now. I love what you do and the way you present things. Definitely helps me unwind and come up with some new things to try. Any tips for amateur YouTubers? I'm learning how to film, cook, new things and edit. It's a lot of fun, but a lot of work too. It would mean a lot to me if you took a quick look at one of my vids and tell me what you think. It's called My Food Trek. All right. I have a tab open. Let's have a look. My Food Trek. I actually can't probably watch this. I'll probably get in, in trouble. Uh... Let's have a look. Hey guys, this is Jake with oh, here he is. Hi, Jake. All right, I see him now. Looks good. Looks good. He's got his, he's got his books in the background. He's got his little plaque that says My Food Trek. Uh, I'm going to subscribe to him. There you go. I've just subscribed to you. Uh, this channel will grow with your help. Hit the subscribe button and leave a comment. I want your input, your ideas, and your suggestions. My, true, my Food Trek channel trailer. Okay, I like that name. What's the story then? Let's have a look. Uh... I feel like I'm doing promotion for someone else, but I don't mind. I don't mind. About a journey of cooking, eating, and food exploration. I'm cooking a dish from every country in the world in my own kitchen. Street food, food festivals, taste tests, and open-air markets are all fair game too. Stay hungry for adventure. 
Sounds really good. I'm going to keep my eye on that channel. Sounds uh, good luck with it, Jake. Uh, any tips for amateur YouTubers, mate? Just enjoy it. That's all I can say because I... I've probably learned so much in the last couple of weeks about whether you've got to enjoy things or not. If you're not doing something that you don't enjoy, don't do it, 100%. And it looks like you've got a lot of passion there. You're into it. You're excited for it. Uh, learning to edit, how to film. <laughs> I mean, I think people like it raw. I mean, that's that's the main thing. I can pick up a camera, no tripod, and just run around and be, you know, just be myself and have fun. Like, for example, with some of the kicking videos I do, the ones that I've actually done better is where, you know, I've been clumsy and knocked things over and just, I think that's that sense of realism. If people want, you know, high production stuff, although it is changing, YouTube is getting higher quality. Like, if you want something, like, really highly polished, you go to TV for that at the moment or Netflix or whatever. Uh, you got to keep it raw, keep it personal and talk to the camera, which is exactly by looks at what you're doing. So um, it is a lot of work. So only do something if you enjoy it. Um, so that's my tip for you. And good luck. Uh, Louis Wharton. Is it Louis or Louis? L-O-U-I-S. I always get that confused. It is a bloke. Louis, right? Favourite thing you've ever cooked on the channel? Oh, already answered that. Sorry about that. Uh, Lee Spencer. Did I already answer that? Did I? I don't know. My favourite video is the Jagerbomb Trifle. That's hilarious. Uh, Lee Spencer, if you could only eat one meal all day forever for the rest of your life, what would it be? Secondly, have you ever watched any films on my channel? Lee984. Oh my gosh, it's another person asking for... Uh, shall I have a look at your channel? Lee984. I, I haven't looked at your channel, my friend. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> have you ever watched any films on my channel? And if so, what was your favourite? Well, I haven't. Uh, I've got your channel up now. Here we go. Uh, this is a trailer featuring some of my videos you can find on this channel. Okay, cool. For a selection of videos created by Lee Spencer, a filmmaker and graphic designer from Leicester, Leicester, featuring a variety of subjects, including big events, day trips. Nice. I like this. You guys all like selling me your stuff. Uh, I, I will have a look at your channel, Lee, okay? Uh, I feel like I'm... Oh, my gosh, I've got so many questions to do. I feel like I'm looking at everyone's stuff and I, I'm not concentrating on the meat on the bones here loads of you asking me lots and lots and lots of questions tamara ronald what was the first thing that you cooked for your wife oh gosh what was it it was something really simple i think it was like a it was like a pasta uh i think it was a pasta bake uh at my mum's house she came over um I, my mum everyone was in it wasn't like a romantic date night or something like that uh and i think i just made this like tuna pasta bake out of a packet tin pasta cooked up and then crumbled topping on top and yeah i just managed to wing my way through it It was the most simplest thing ever uh and i think it looked horrendous i wish i could see that now but i've never really been confident in the kitchen to to really uh sort of do anything other than that before but it was like a real big effort to try and do that all it was was boil pasta put it in a dish cho shoving a tin of tuna uh, mix in some, some tomato sauce and then there was a pack of breadcrumbs literally just sprinkled it on top and baked it uh, I followed this. I think it took me like three hours to prepare for it mentally. Uh, so that was when I knew cooking really wasn't uh, for me. Uh, we did a, a Valentine's Day meal that I think one of my first videos I did on the channel was a Valentine's thing. And I think I captured like two minutes of um, I put all like rose petals on the table. I can't remember what it was that I made for Mrs. Barry, but um, she did put up with some meals through the years that were like not getting sat down till like 10 at night. So she has really, really put up with it. Well, uh, do, 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 do. Where do we get to? Oh, Elizabeth Roster. Can you do a mini Jägerbomb trifle? <laughs> Jägerbomb trifle was my favourite video. It was just so crazy. I talked about that on a previous podcast, but it was just so much fun. I was so drunk. A mini one of those, I guess I'd have to just get partially drunk 
I think that's something that I could just never be repeated. It's just that thing that was captured on camera and was just a lot of fun. Again, with that one, there was no much editing. It was just chuck the camera up, have a laugh, and that's what people want to see. Chris Martin. Para, para. That's Coldplay, right? Have you tried Navajo tacos? Yes, I have. The video is on the channel. I did it a long time ago. Uh, and someone called Lucia Morris. Lucia? Lucia. Uh, has, he's made a video of this already. Thank you, hardcore fan. Lisa Gibbs. What are your go-to foods if you're feeling under the weather? A big, thick, chunky soup with massive, crusty, buttered bread. Oh, my gosh. All the time. Just, yeah, it has to be a big, thick, chunky soup, though. I don't like no thin soups all the time. I always want my soups chunky. A big, thick soup. Dunk that bread in there. Yeah. Um, this is where I next got to the point of saying, wow, this is a lot of questions already. Um, I'll do all of these so far. Lol. Uh, we're only up to 40 minutes, so I'll maybe push on with a couple more. I do need to wet the whistle, though. Oh, this is nice. I got some uh, squash. I haven't been drinking very much recently. Just coffee. I've been like uh, Spider-Man. I haven't had any more of that mushroom coffee, though. I do recommend. Some people of you got that, actually. Uh, and we have said, wow, this stuff like drove me crazy. I was like, my energy levels were bonkers. It really is crazy. It's on Amazon. I still don't know if it's got lime mains in it, though. Mark Honeyborn. Will you, we see you get into the YouTube kitchen with each of the Barshans guys in a cooking challenge in a King of Plasticine-style setting, you obviously being the King of Cooking. I would absolutely love that. Um, the Barshans channel, we're trying to um, keep that going. Uh, I think Stuart touched on it on a live stream he did the other day where we nearly closed that channel down because YouTube had just been, like, just punishing us. They said, oh, yeah, get your own background. We'll store it here. It'll be great. And then we went to the investment of buying all that, and then they just said, no, you can't. And, like, Stuart comes from Norwich. I come from the West. So like we, no one could want this thing was massive. So they really sort of really annoyed us, and we we're like, ah, let's stop this channel. But uh, we're mulling over having a, a patron or something just to keep us going because they keep demonetizing us, and um, we want to try and incentivize the uh, the crew. They, they they do it for free. We all, we all do it for free. But Stuart and I don't want anything from it. We just generally enjoy hanging out together and doing it and just having a laugh. Uh, whereas we'd like to try and give the crew like some money for helping us out and hopefully. And almost like a part-time job kind of thing so we might be setting up a patreon with that i would love the guys to come down here uh to the barn uh, we can't cook in the youtube building for bizarrely they they won't let us do it which is so frustrating uh because we could have so much fun there we could do taste tests in there they just about let us do that um but they're watching us like hawks on the cctv even when i'm opening a bag of crisps um but um i'm doing something next year this is one of the things i'm so so excited about next year um collab kitchen i'm going to call it where i'm actually going to come out uh of my uh comfort zone and go on a road trip basically so stuart's already said yes uh dan cubed and his dad uh, i'm talking to emma blackery at the moment i've got um a couple of other food youtubers i know uh french guy cooking uh oh, what's his name oh, i forgot there's so many that have mentioned messaged me so but not just youtubers uh, a couple of celebrities bizarrely uh some friends and family and you guys i'm gonna try it might be every other week but i want to just get in my car and go and do a cook along with you guys uh and just keep it so raw and just be like let's just have a laugh even if the lighting's terrible let's just cook and i'll go document it and i don't even mean just the uk either um there's someone in germany uh at my american mom cindy's daughter sammy so my american sister i might be heading out to florida to do a video uh so yes i'm so excited about that and the barshans guys 
whether I go to them. Uh, Eli has offered to come here to the kitchen so we can do a noodle off. Uh, I could go to his house. I do like the idea of going out to them, making it easy and filming it and just keeping it rustic because I think in a nosy way, you guys would want to see everyone else's kitchens. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, next one's from Penny. Oh, Penny Bennett. Oh, that's... Uh, that's uh, my my uh, my landlady, <laughs> if I can put it that. Uh, Penny owns the farm that I live on, uh, that I work on uh, here at the bar, um, the barn kitchen. Don't be cold. Turn the heating on! Exclamation mark. Yes, I think she's popped her head in here, and I don't. I am a big believer. If I'm not here, that I turn the radiators off, and this barn kitchen can get so so cold. But then all of a sudden, you whack the heating on. Right now, it's been on for about an hour. I'm now roasting. So uh, I just don't. When I'm not here, I just crank it off because I hate wasting. Uh, energy bills and stuff. Merton J. Smoth. Not really a question, but rather a suggestion. Cook something for the pugs, like a store-bought dog food versus homemade, uh, like on Jun's Kitchen with his cats. Oh, do you know what I found out? The video I did yesterday, there's a channel that I suggested called Cooking with Dog. The dog actually died. I didn't even know that. That's such a shame. I used to love that channel. I watched it quite a lot. I didn't realize it was still going, but um, uh, yeah, the dog passed away. So yeah, sorry about that. Uh, sending you you guys there. Hopefully they're still doing videos. And actually, let's have a look. Oh, wrong. I'm still on the other channel. Uh, right, cooking, cooking with dog. Okay. Uh, Francis was the dog. Uh, the last video they did was three weeks ago. Oh no, they did. Francis will live in our hearts forever. Uh, that was one month ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's really sad. But it looks like they're still doing the channel. So that that is good. Uh, Francis gets groomed. Oh, the dog was so cute. And, yeah, apparently. Oh. Is it, it was 14. Oh, bless it. It was so. Oh, that that show. It literally is someone cooking with a dog in the basket alongside them. But it's really funnily done as well. I really, I really enjoy that stuff. Um, uh, dog food versus homemade. I've done lots of... Uh, I've done three or four videos of homemade dog treats. I did dog ice cream years and years ago before we even had Boston and Amy. Uh, my mum's Yorkshire Terrier, Amy, who's still with us. And she's like 19. Uh, it was actually my dog when I went away to uh, summer camp. It was kind of like my uh, mum and nan got me a, this uh, Yorkshire Terrier as a way of tempting me back. Uh, so she's still alive and kicking. I've made her some ice cream that had tuna in it. And I've made dog biscuits for the dogs. I think they had banana in it and oats or something. They, they absolutely loved it. So if I did dog food, store-bought versus homemade, uh, I don't think they would... The pugs are not picky. They would eat anything. Amy ate an egg carton the other day, for example. Laurie Bunting. Have you got any long-term plans of way like to, all this to end up? Or are you just going with the flow? Oh, God. i tell you what, Laurie. If you asked me that a couple of weeks ago, I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of like... I've, I've, I've done everything I wanted to achieve. I'm kind of going to leave on a high. Um, where I would like this to go, do you know what? I would love to evolve my Virgin Kitchen into uh, a more, I, I think the way YouTube's heading and the, the way I want to head anyway is a more of a production. I want to make lots of shows. I, I'd like to both star in them, be the star. I'd like to just you know host them or I would like to come create them and have the my friends or family or the right talent to actually be the host of them and that's a lot of potential here to host shows like that and that's also stuff that's not cooking but for my virgin kitchen that platform i want it to still be about laughing and learning about the world of food and hopefully over time that'll evolve from being not just me which is why i've tried to take my face away from the logos and stuff recently to try and get it more about 
I don't know, the whole shebang, the whole world of food, like things like, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Lettuce come on board. I've got a, a lady who's a really, really good local baker. She's got a, a, a small baking business and it'd be good to give her a little bit of exposure and, you know, get her to show off her creations because they're, they're insane. So something like that over time. But then for me to, you know, to maybe do some travel with it or some more dedicated shows, uh, I've got all these spin-off things that I do, like, you know, the mini food and, you know, for example, the mini food, people just do a channel on mini food and it blows up. The problem I do is I spin so many plates, you know, some people like that, some people like the recipes, some like the gadgets or the giant food or, you know, hacks. I just try and keep every plate spinning because I just want to be a generic food channel and have a lot of fun. Even doing a podcast, a food podcast. Why should I even do that? That's because that's what I want to do. But I like the idea of evolving over time. This sounds so weird compared to the quantity surveyor guy I used to be, but I've always been a creative chap. I really like gaming videos myself personally. I would love to just start up a new channel and just do gaming videos here in the barn. Uh, not just so I can play video games, but because I generally enjoy watching some of those videos, like people like Dan Cubed and um, there's a couple of other gamers that I follow, but uh, Dan, it, Dan stuff in particular, I just I just love it. I find it very therapeutic and I'd quite like to just play loads of older school uh, games that I didn't really play as much as I'd like to uh, when I was younger. I like doing comedy and sketches. I love doing Barsians. So I eventually over time like to become, I guess, a production company. But as when you go to YouTube and you speak to some of the big boys there, they're like, you know, these men's in suits that are paid lots of money to tell us how to run our channels. They're like, well, you basically are a production company. You're just one man, uh, which is very, very true. And how YouTube is evolving, uh, I think that you'll see if you haven't already, you'll see lots of uh, channels uh, starting to produce lots of different types of content. So, um, yeah, I think the bigger thing, my Virgin Kitchen, I want to make it a production company about food or a hub, a particularly website for food and food fun. And then if I've got any other time, things like the podcast, I love the idea of doing a daily podcast. I love the idea of doing that and filming it. Um, but then that would take up so much of my day. All these ideas are in my head right now. Uh, so in terms of any long-term plans of where I want it to all go, uh, they change every day. But I do have a kind of niche kind of thing that I want to try and get. But if it all ends tomorrow, I can say, wow, that was a hell of a ride. Courtney Newell, what's the first meal you would cook for your family if they came round? Um, a roast, 100% a roast. I just, I think at family, I just associate that with roast, but it'd have to be uh, beef, uh, beef and horseradish with all the trimmings. Do you know what I saw yesterday? Uh, Marmite roast potatoes, and I am going to try those. I will let you know if um, if they're any good. I think they'll be amazing. Uh, oh, this is actually a comment that I saw and I replied to. Uh, Ashwera Panzari, uh, are they say that pronounced that right? Director of Decolux Windows Fashions Private Limited, nice in Singapore. Uh, ever had to reject brand deal offers? Yes, I reject. No joke. I get. I've actually got an email here, right now. Yep, there we go. <laughs> it's someone from Amazon saying, "Please, can you review a gadget for for us?" Uh, I uh, this that's, I don't really class that as a brand deal to be honest, but I have to turn down brand deals. I don't have to turn them down. Trust me, don't. If I wanted to like make a lot of money and then run away, I could just accept every single brand deal that comes along. I get offered a brand deal maybe twice a day, and and that's that's in all seriousness. I think that's the thing about maybe the the whole brand that I've built up and that because it can tick off so many different boxes. A lot of brands are interested, so I am very 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 selective with who I work with. Uh, I look at a brief. I actually mulled this over yesterday of doing a video when the actual process 
of how a brand deal works, of how, how it works from my initial, I get an email, what I do with that, and then what makes me go, yes, I want to do this. What creative control do I have? Um, I've learned so much from brand deals that I've done in the past. There's some where they're like, okay, so don't forget, once you do this, you have to say this in your tweet word for word and it's like hey did it, did it, did it. and like i wouldn't send that uh so you have to really be careful about the small print i have an agent that looks after that sort of stuff for me um but um i think it actually sometimes can frustrate um my agent that you know that i don't do more because i just don't want to there's a lot of ones that it's just like i can't relate to that uh the cheese one i did for example i absolutely loved it because hang on a sec it's an opportunity to get paid some money and also go out to italy and learn how cheese is made go in a factory and just learn something and show you you guys something you know really cool so if you haven't seen that video i highly recommend uh checking it out that was a lot of fun but i do turn down an awful lot i turned down one i think i did suggest that on the last podcast uh for kfc recently a massive massive uh fee was offered to me and i just turned it down because at the time uh, and even now it just 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 doesn't feel right and sometimes it, you just got to go with your gut instinct. It just it didn't feel like a brand that I wanted to be associated with in that particular instance, but that could change. I have, I don't really have strong opinions on brands so much. Um, sometimes with eggs, if the you know if the chickens are like uh, caged correctly and all that stuff, or you know, if they're allowed to run around a field and you know free range and all that, you know that's a topic that bizarrely I'm quite passionate about. I don't know why. I have no, I have no reason to feel like that. But you know other things like like fast food. I did a video for McDonald's where I learned how chicken nuggets are made uh, because they generally wanted to show me uh you know the, the get rid of the myth and i enjoyed that because that was educational as well so i turned down probably 98 percent of the, of the deals that come through uh what's your idea of a perfect sunday a day off <laughs> that's from luke colton um john parisi barry love the videos make pasta from scratch and make those large salted pretzels. I'd love to do both. I've done a video of making pasta from scratch before. That is a lot of work. Um, I've seen people do it from scratch with a rolling pin, but with a pasta machine where you've got to wind it on and get it thinner and thinner and thinner, love it. It's something very, very therapeutic about it, something very frustrating about it, but I do uh, loved it. Uh, Latoya Lee, what happened with Rob? I somehow missed this disappearing. Uh, listen to the last podcast two weeks ago with lettuce, number 34, then that will work. Uh, you'll get an answer for that uh, i don't really i don't really like talking about it because it kind of upsets me uh what well, doesn't upset me because rob and i still talk we t- i posted on his instagram the other day we liked each other's posts and like, like we haven't fallen out whatsoever we're like i will still be using him but uh you know maybe it was too much change too soon and you know hopefully he'll be back that's all i'm gonna say alicia garner if there was a historical food you'd want to make what would it be e.g tudor pies do you know what those fish wells that i made they were amazing i really really liked those um historical food well i always wanted to try the bed for chicklanger and we made that um i don't know maybe like, i'd like to do like old school steamed suet pudding or something like that but uh, the fish wells i don't there wasn't really one that i'd heard of um what's that one where there's like there's a pie with fish sticking out of it uh it sounds really weird pie i'm actually googling this right now pie with fish heads sticking out uh what's it called Stargazy pie, yes. Stargazy pie is a pastry-based fish pie, which tradition is filled with whole pilchards. Yeah. But the pilchards must retain their heads, which then poke through the pastry top, appearing to gaze at the stars, hence the name. There we go. I really, really... I don't know why. Um, I'm, I don't hate pilchards, so I really do want to give that a try, just for a visual thing. I'm going to have another sip of my drink in a minute. Oh, God, I'm getting quite throaty. Up to 55 minutes, and I've, I've done most of the questions, to be fair. 
Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, actually quite near the end. When are you going to have your weekly vlogs against the Barry's channel? Sarah Holmes answered that already. Hope you do understand where I'm coming from. Jen Morley, what has been the worst disaster that's happened while doing my virgin kitchen? I've already answered that. Uh, <laughs> but I'll say your name. Thanks, Jen Morley. And your profile picture appears to be a cat. Works at Level 3 Nursery Nurse at Furry Fandom. There we go. Laura Howard, what made you to start to decide to start a YouTube channel about cooking and kitchen bits? And what's the favourite meal you've ever made? Uh, I think I've already answered that. Uh, but Laura, uh, who's a carer at the Orchards Residential Care Home, uh, uh, thank you for your question. Uh, and Laurel Dudbridge, what is your best kitchen gadget you have tried to date? Favourite kitchen gadget? Without a doubt, it's got to be the apple peeler, winder, cora thing in terms of visual bun. But actually, uh, the last video that I've put up on the channel right now as I talk is the uh, top five kitchen gadgets I've ever tasted tested to date. And the gadget rocker thing with the garlic that, that slices it up and chops it is phenomenal. It's so, so good. So, And someone told me, actually, uh, the reason it's metal, because you can get these metal soaps as well. I've used that as a gadget before. Uh, you can actually, you rock your gadget, you get the gadget out, and then you can wash your hands with that gadget because the metal, it's like acts as a metal soap and actually gets rid of the smell of the garlic, which is phenomenal. So that is me working my way through all of these questions. Um, as I say, I feel like I'm just sort of crawling over the line to the new year now, but I've got so many cool ideas lined and planned for you guys. I just... I'm so excited to get them going. It might take a week or two into January before I really crack it, but there is a lot to be excited about. And I am, I'm just buzzing because of the fact that I've just got so many options. The live stream stuff really, really does get me excited. Um, I've got a few little tweaks around the studio that I want to make in terms of, as I say, getting a dining table. In fact, that's what I'm going to go and do in a minute. I'm going to go to the Wood Recycling Center and see if they can make me an awesome custom table. Uh, hopefully they can. I'll be very excited buy it and uh i'm just i'm just really buzzing for for the uh for the 2018 getting it all going so as i look over now at some gelatin balloons bobbling hoping that they're going to turn into these balls uh in the morning i really hope they're going to be all right i've got a globe right by it, a proper christmas globe you shake up with the snow and i, I don't know I, I i'm just really praying because ultimately if it doesn't work i'm not gonna have a video to go up tomorrow night anyway so there we go uh if you enjoy the podcast folks don't forget to give it a like and share it or uh, tell a friend about it if you're enjoying it on your work commute at the gym all that stuff i really really appreciate it i will be getting uh, some of you guys uh, particularly the patreon folks first of all uh, to come on i'm going to do a little segment on here I've just got to do uh, work out how to get phone calls in here. I've got this right by my PC today. I think I can plug into Skype and then we can sort of do a pre-recorded Q&A, which is good whenever. We could even keep it really simple where you guys just send me the audio files and I'll just uh, edit it in somehow. But I'd rather actually talk to you guys. That would be pretty cool. Um, ideally, like on the phone, like real time. That would be really, really fun. Uh, so again, there's loads of little things to do uh, and just, just finalize and work out. But uh, things like Gadget of the Week next year, I'm doing a Gadget of the Week every week with a giveaway. Uh, and I'll be giving away mainly to the hardcore fans that cook along. Uh, so I really want to really want to do that because that, that means a lot. I want people that want like all of the videos, all of what my Virgin Kitchen brings. So Kids Kitchen and all that's coming soon. So thank you so much for the support, guys. Have a good Christmas if I don't see you or hear from you. Uh, and I will see you again very soon.